0: don't forget to subscribe and tell your family and friends about this podcast. And do leave us a comment on what you think. We'd love to hear from you. All the best always. Team Sunrise. The Bungra Showdown with Amit Chana
1: so you're tuned into a very special Show showdown this weekend it is retro weekend here on Sunrise and as I said that is going to be a new regular mark in your calendar the last weekend of every week every month is going to be retro weekend here on Sunrise and as well as celebrating that We, of course, have been talking all things Little English. Now, many of you will know that last Friday, this very small independent film with a big, big heart called Little English was released in the cinemas nationwide, including in all your views and cineworlds in certain areas and independent cinemas up and down the country. I had the great pleasure and honour to be a part of that film which we shot in very strange circumstances post-Covid, but it was shot against all odds and the film made it onto the screens and many of you have gone out and watched it and supported it for that. I thank you very much. Now, as I was saying, because it's Retro Weekend, I'm only supposed to be playing songs from the 70s, 80s and 90s this afternoon, but I will tell you this, I've got a brand new song that I'm going to play exclusively for a world exclusive on radio and it has been produced and sung by not only one of my dearest friends, but actually I am one of the biggest fans of of Shin DCS from the band DCS joins me on the line. Good afternoon, Paddy.
2: Afternoon, Amis. Good afternoon.
1: I'm very well, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us on the phone today.
2: Uh, not my pleasure, mate. My pleasure.
1: Disturbing your Saturday afternoon. Now, listen. Firstly, congratulations. You have got your first feature film credit.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's great to have that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tell me yeah. how you got involved with Little English.
2: Well, uh, with Little English, as you know, um, uh, I know Prab from Rifco. Yep and um, I've done work with Risco Arts, I've done theatre with them, musical mm-hmm. theatre, and I really enjoy the experience of doing that stuff with them. Uh, so Prav was making, he's always been going on about making a film out of one of these plays. Yeah. Uh, so he finally called me and said, look, uh, we're, we're, going, we're going ahead, we're making this film, it's called Little English, mm-hmm. would you like to do the title song for the film? Mm-hmm. So I just jumped at the opportunity, and then he offered me a part in it as right. well, which I couldn't turn down. That's interesting.
1: Uh, that was going to be my first question. What came first? Because I know you've done a couple of tracks for the film, and you've you've kind of uh, used one of your songs that is my all time favourite songs. I think, particularly a love song. Anyway, La Bandil Otejan, which I am yeah. still obsessed with. That song, whenever it comes on my playlist, I just listen to it yeah. and put it on repeat. And you've constructed this brilliant new end of film track called Little English Bolian. Now, what? What? where did that come from? Well, The Little English bully. Um,
2: shall I be quite frank with you? Yeah, please. Uh, Pratt mentioned that he wanted a song for the end of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, I, <laughs> I'll be very honest with you, I was having a conversation with you yeah. on the set of the film, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you and you kind of, I was kind of juggling around what what kind of song I should do, What, kind of, what and we were having a little conversation. And you said, why don't you do some tapaybhaji? Right? And I thought, yeah, bit that's not a bad idea right yeah. and I'd been uh, I'd been playing with the idea of doing the for a very very long time yeah. and never got around to it with the band right yeah. so I, it started playing on my mind and believe you me on that drive back from uh, Windsor that day yeah. back to Birmingham from Windsor mm-hmm. I wrote the whole I wrote all the du for the um, uh, for the film Wow yeah in that's in those two hours I had my little dictaphone with me yeah. and I was driving down the m1 uh, dict- you know, with my dictaphone in my hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. the top bit and writing, and writing and composing the lyrics at the same time, writing the lyrics and composing the uh Melodies at the same time, so it, it just worked out. You know amazingly. what? I
1: didn't know that because I remember having that conversation with you. I thought, oh, that's really cool. We, you know, Shimpaji did this, uh, and that melody. Yeah. it's my favourite all time melody. So you've hit multiple favourites of mine in this film. La <laughs> bande and you use the melody that I think is one of the most yeah. beautiful melodies in Punjabi music. Now I'm going to get my wrist slapped today because we are doing a retro uh, weekend here on Sunrise, and obviously we're only supposed to play songs from 70s, 80s and 90s on a retro weekend okay. but I managed to find a little bridge in the fact that Dappé and Bolia are hundreds of years old right so it is retrospective in some way
2: it is <laughs> It is, yes, <laughs> of course it is. It is, and I'm given that kind of retro kind of feel as well. The song, yeah. it's not a very modern sounding song, but you know, it's 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 a dance. It's, hopefully, it'll become a dance floor, you know, favourite for people.
1: Let's hope so. Let's hope so. It has yeah. got a definite wedding vibe to it as well. Okay. Now, Budgie, tell me, what are you up to these days? I know you've just come back from a quite an extended trip in India. Are we expecting new music from you soon?
2: Yes, we are. Yes, you you, you will be getting new music from DCS. We're in the studios now, mm-hmm. uh, working on new stuff. I've got a couple of tracks ready, but we're gonna we're gonna add a few more before we. Uh, decide to release something. Yeah? Amazing, amazing. So, so watch, watch, watch this space, people.
1: Can I also add, before I let you go and get back to your weekend, huh? that your moment, I won't say what it is because I won't spoil the film, yeah. but let's just say when Harry comes to visit you, who is our central male lead in the film, yeah. is probably my favourite moment in the whole film and it hits me every time. Right. So again, another favourite you've hit of mine this weekend, man. <laughs> so listen, congratulations. Thank you so much for doing only you could have done, I think, for this film and I know and the whole team yes. are full of gratitude for oh. you going out of your way to do this for us. It really sits well in the film. Your music yeah. is very British centric Punjabi music, yes. and only you could have done it. So, Shinpaji, thank you oh. very much.
2: Thank you very much, guys, for the opportunity, and thank you, Amit. It's a real pleasure. Hopefully, Be I'll
1: lovely. catch up with you soon, buddy. Take Thanks. care. Shin Cheers DCS from. there on the line from his home, I think, in Birmingham, who has put the music together for this brand new British film. It's an independent film about our stories, it's completely authentic, it's from the lens of our generation. At a look at what uh, uh, life in a kind of Punjabi household in modern day Britain is if you haven't seen it yet it is still in your cinemas it might not be there for very long so don't come back afterwards and say to me oh, I watched it on the TV but I wish I'd watch it on the big screen because now's your opportunity you can go and do it little English is out in the cinema near you it gives me great pleasure to introduce an artist exactly like that a generally Ucha Lamba Gabru and an all-round a nice Punjabi boy who originally hails from Birmingham he's one of Rishi Rich is a fairly new artist after the last couple of years or so and it gives me great pleasure to introduce him on Sunrise Radio. Jagdar, welcome.
3: Thank you very much for having me, man. That was a great, great build-up for me. Oh, mate. (laughs) It's
1: an absolute pleasure. It's been a long time coming, man. I've been wanting to talk to you on the show for quite some time, but it's always been this conversation of, no, no, let's release some of his own stuff first, rather than the collabs, and then we'll get him on. Tell me, how do you feel, firstly? Congratulations. Your own EP out there in the Ethos, released on the 1st of March. How is the vibe? Yeah, I feel great, man.
3: Massive relief, man. Like Honestly, uh, it feels great that it's finally out there. People can listen to it. We waited a long time to release it, so it's just a big release. I finally out there.
1: Now, what was the what was the stalling of it? Was it the pandemic? Was it the fact that Rishi was in India for a long time? What 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 was the delay in releasing your own stuff?
3: Yeah, yeah it was a combination of that. So I went out to India, in, uh, went went India with in the lockdown, and we made the EP out in Mumbai. Yep. And then uh, obviously now Rishi's back in the UK, and so there was several things that kind of delayed the the release, uh, and and you know. We always trusted that it would come out at the right time. So, you know, but but at the same time, you know, it's difficult to have that patience when you know you're sitting on good music. It's it's difficult to to wait, but we did it and we're finally here. So I'm happy. Let
1: me tell you, man, if there's anyone that knows the way that Rishi operates, it's me. I have known him. We've been together (laughs) as friends and brothers for over 30 years. We went to school together. And one thing he does do is he puts his new artists through their paces. He doesn't go, yeah, there's going to be a release tomorrow. He's like, nah, you're going to sit in the studio. You're going to work hard. You're going to write songs you're going to team up with people you're going to release collaborations and then just then just maybe you might get some of your own stuff out
3: that's it that's it no that's exactly what it's like and
1: and how was the link up between you and rishi how did that happen
3: so all down to kieran you know uh he he was the uh the the, the reason why um he probably heard heard of me in the first place you know kieran had been following my journey from day one and um, introduced me to him and that's how we all started, through
1: Kieran. She's an interesting character because she's very obviously talented herself as an artist, but she's also a bit of a glue, right? She sort of does the kind of, she puts the feelers out and then brings forth the artist to Rishi and he sort of gauges whether or not it's something that's going to work. I mean, how important was that relationship, the dynamic between the three of you?
3: So important, man! Like without Kieran, none of this would have happened. You know, I wouldn't have gone, got made it out to India in the first place. that in itself was an absolute they shouldn't be getting out there, getting a visa and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. it's all down to her. The EP wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for her. So um, yeah, she was vital in, in the whole in the whole process, really.
1: And obviously, we can tell that you're originally from Birmingham, as much as you try and yeah. uh, disguise it. So when, because you're because <laughs> you're now in London, right? So was the move uh, a musical move? Was it a work career thing? Because you're because you're based in yeah. down south now
3: bit of both, you know, a bit of both. It's just, it just makes sense for me to be in London right now. And um, uh, yeah, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. It's very different. I do miss <laughs> don't get me wrong. I do miss it. But um, no, London has had its charm for sure. How long have you been here now? I've been here for six months.
1: That's it, is that it? Okay, I only six months on. So oh wow! It. All right, so you are brand new then. So we have to show you the sights and sounds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. Do me a favor. Tell me why you guys chose to release an EP? Because in the world of singles, and of course you've been mm-hmm. on a bunch of them now, featuring with great artists like Mumsy and Kieran, etc. You know why an EP?
3: Uh, for me as an artist, I just wanted to get more music out there. And mm-hmm. these two songs in particular, we really couldn't, I personally couldn't like, choose between them. Mm-hmm. I love them both, and they're both good in their own mm-hmm. ways. And um, we just felt like even like a four or five track EP nowadays, people's attention span is so small yep. that maybe two songs we can concentrate on pushing them. And, and yeah, just trying to get more music out in a, in a shorter space of time, really.
1: Oh, that sounds like a great reason and also just gives you a little bit more to get your teeth into, right? Because sometimes yeah. gauging just a single on its own, a certain type of song will appeal to one audience, but another type will appeal to another. And I think you've both or all three of you have done a brilliant job in doing a real variation on both these Thank songs because that's the kind of R&B sound that we're used to from Rishi as well. But Eye is a very much kind of a kind of homage to the UK garage scene. Tell us a little bit about the other single. Yeah, so
3: daddy um, I wrote that back. In, well, probably 2016, 2017 I didn't really show it to anyone right. and I kind of had to fight for that one to, to be heard in the studio actually <laughs> from, uh, I thought I, I my dad had like showed Richie and everything and he like he loved the fast flow initially you know the um, yeah. but how, how, the, how the, the, the song starts and he yeah. loved that so that's how we built it up from there and I always wanted to do a Garage song because I've grown up in the UK of course yep. where Garage was so uh, you know prevalent so uh, yeah um, I just really wanted to do a Garage song and I'm glad I'm so happy the way i turned out because it's exactly what i wanted
1: it to sound like i'm not gonna lie i think it's my favorite out of the two to be honest so it was good of you to keep your foot uh firmly pressed against rishi's studio floor and demand <laughs> that he listens to your option as well uh listen let's talk about your voice as well man because it's not your run-of-the-mill kind of punjabi vocal it's not that teared hardcore punjabi what did you grow uh, up listening to and what were your influences musically you know it's
3: crazy you say that because i started off with a folk background and obviously my voice Nothing like that, but Jeep Midra K. was my favorite artist growing up. Right, and then over the years, I kind of, you know, changed my, changed my taste and listened to people, uh, you know, in Bollywood. You know, Sudheesh Singh, you know, Kumar Sanu, Sonu Nigam, those sorts of uh, voices. And then obviously the English, uh, Chris Brown, so and um, Charlie Puth and The Weekend, those sort of artists. So, like in terms of, um, you know, my biggest, biggest inspirations have always been kind of folk because that's where, like. Growing up, I remember that's where I used to, like, practice and sound terrible because (laughs) my voice couldn't match that scale and and singing that way. But, you know, that was definitely my biggest inspiration growing
1: up. Amazing, right. So you come from a kind of influence of folk and then, of course, growing up in the UK with the R&B kind of feels like the bit of Craig David and, like you said, modern-day Charlie Poof and all that. It's a really nice mix. And the choice to put uh, English lyrics in amongst the Punjabi thing, was that something that you guys decided in the studio? Was that something you were doing before you started working with Rishi?
3: I, I had done it before, um, and and that was one thing they really wanted me to do and, and really push on and carry on doing because uh, they felt that that's the true representation of me as an artist. Because I'm born in the UK, yeah. I'm British, you know, but also obviously, of course, I'm, I'm Punjabi, so they, they were clear that we should definitely do English and Punjabi together.
1: Brilliant. And just before we play the next track, I've got a couple more questions, but Justin Redding has got back in touch. He said, Who are you interviewing? I, my friend, uh, am interviewing a um, brilliant upcoming artist called Jagdar. He's released his first. First EP into the world. It's downloadable. It's uh, uh, streamable. It's buyable. It's all on those platforms. It's called Gemini, and he's got two brand new singles off of that. I hope that helps, Jazz. And just before I let you go, Jugdar, just tell me: you are keen, avid social media content maker. Is that important in the modern day as an independent artist?
3: You know, unfortunately, it is because uh, otherwise, no one hears your stuff, and you have to kind of stand out and you know promote in different ways. and, you know, get your personality out there a little bit more. It's not just about the music anymore, which um, I think is a bit of a shame because uh, it makes it a bit harder for artists <laughs> to get their music out there. You have to go, you know, a, a step further than maybe you'd want to. But it, it's cool, man, because I'm just trying to have fun with it. Um, I'm trying to promote it in funny, uh, you know, funny ways and they just, try and enjoy it as much as I can it has its
1: positives and negatives because I guess the positive is the net is much wider because you're reaching uh, yeah. a wider audience than you would do if you were just promoting it within the community of people that listen to this kind of music exactly. but also yeah. it makes it detract from the actual point of actually making music and having to do other stuff in order for people to know who you yeah. are and introduce yourself uh, exactly it's, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you man hopefully we'll get you in the studio next time when there's more releases and I'm sure there'll be more to come <laughs> anything planned up your sleeve in the near future or are you just pushing yeah. the, the EP
3: yeah, pushing the EP for sure, but so for the next uh, month or so, definitely You'd really get in and out there. But yeah, making music all the time, writing all the time, composing all the time. So just expect more music. Hopefully, fingers crossed.
1: And where can we find you on socials, my friend?
3: So it's at Jagtar Music on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. So to go follow there so to keep updated.
1: At Jagdar Music, J A G T A R Music, mate. It's been a pleasure. All the very best with the EP. Give my love to the fam. Wicked, bro. All the best, and I'll see you soon.
0: Join the Chana every Saturday from 4 pm for the Bungalow Showdown, playing you the finest in Punjabi and Bungalow music from the past, present, and future.